Hi, Adam. Hey, Trey. How are you? Um, this week, uh, if you're ever wondering what the um, what the start of my villain origin story is, I would say it's this week, and it starts with it's it is group project time in my life, and it's it's worse than I remember. I swear to God, this is the year that they were like the dumbest people. Put them with Adam. The ones that literally ask you what the assignment is an hour before it's due, and I've already done all of it. Literally all of it. Asked for feedback, got nothing, submitted it, and then they're like, okay, great, ready to start on it. And I was like, well, it's due now. That sounds really familiar to me for several reasons that I will not name. Great. I, I Two groups so far. One group... Through, through they th- she threw me the professor. I actually like the professor, but she threw me with a group based off of last name, and then I just I did it. I just did the whole thing and sent it to them. I was like, whatever, this is an easy project. I'm gonna do it. And then they were like, okay, well, I was thinking that we could get together and like discuss it. I said, sure. What's the Zoom? Like, let's let's find a time to Zoom. And they were like, oh, okay, well, no times work except for like four hours before the class. Will that work for you? And I was like, we have to have it submitted before class. Like, what What do you think? Do you think you can make, you want to start over from scratch or do you want to use what I've created? And yeah, they uh, they went with what I created. And then right before class came over and said, so this is just like a side group project. This isn't the group project of the class mm-hmm. to make things even better. Mm-hmm. And uh, they come up to me and they're like, you're like really smart and you know what you're doing. Do you want to be in our group project for the main group? And I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't know how to be a dick and say, it sounds like I'm going to be doing all of the work all year. Um, So I just said, yeah, I'd be happy to help. But now I'm in that group. It would have been better if you were like, I'm already in your group for that. (laughs) No, we chose our own groups. Here's the thing, though. When she said, like, I'm going to let you guys choose your own groups, I was like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody here. Like, it, it was going to be, it was like, at least, like, go with these people who are at least nice. They were nice. I don't know that they know what they're doing, but they're nice. Or, like, just the, like, hope for the best with whatever else was in the class. So, I, this week I have been tested a mm-hmm. lot. That's just class. Then there's also work for 40 hours. Um, right. So l- timestamp it, audience, at this moment. From now until you see me in headlines as the villain of, like, a weird story, that's how long it took. Like, how weird? Um. Ooh, that's like, a great question. Are you, like, robbing a museum or, like? I w- oh, absolutely. I would rob a museum and give it right back to the people who they stole it from. A thousand percent. So I guess not a villain. I think I see myself as heroic. But like when we're talking my villain, like re- true oh, like, villain. So or like Robin Hood. I, 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 th- that would be like a Robin Hood thing. My true origin. Like, not, I mean, this is my origin story. But my true villainousness is like something really fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Like definitely illegal not harmful, but weird. Like, just like acting like a squirrel crawling into the trees and peeing. Just like peeing off into the park. Like, nobody's getting hurt, really. 
So but it's you, happening, and you're just like, that's somebody. Somebody has. So gone you're off calling the deep this a, a, a villain. I'm calling this like insane. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's 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 illegal. What if that it's was the whole good. arc of like the second Batman movie? Like, it's just the Joker, and I'm he just like climbs into a tree and just like does he just like, like pees out of the tree and just like things that's that are it. like not like nobody wants that. Some it's not good. Watch the world burn. Some some uh, listen. I think by the end of the semester, I will fully be ready to watch everything burn down around me and just think, think thank God there are no more group projects. I would burn the world down if there were no more group tro- projects. And audience, if any of you are teachers and you're like, no, my group projects are the right ones. I they're do not. it right. They're, a, they're not. B, send me your entire plan because I will tear it apart. Be ready for that. Do it. If you're right, another you're, service that we offer. I, Community listen, theater, uh, uh, reviewing and TV shows, apart. and just just lesson insulting teachers' lesson plans. Those are the three things that we offer here. I support teachers. I love teachers. Your group projects are garbage. Yeah. Period. Don't do them. I'm so sorry. I, Trey, how have you been? Fine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That was not acceptable. I'm fine. It's been, a, it's been any, a week. Anything of note happen? Are you Are you having your hero origin story? <laughs> I think I'm having my like NPC origin story where I'm just like doing nothing. You're just, just kind of repeating the same same five lines over and over again until uh, someone kills me. Maybe you. Oh, am I, oh my god! This is all just a video game, and because I used to mm-hmm. be the NPC in our relationship, mm-hmm. and now I'm becoming a villain, and you're becoming the NPC. It's nice to see growth. <laughs> I got my COVID booster today. Oh, great. I need so to So my that. arm is sore. Mm. And the guy was like, he was like, do you want both in one arm or do you want one in each arm? And I was like, what do you recommend? And he was like, personal preference. And I was like, you don't, nobody said anything about like, and he was like, well, you know, it just depends how many, how many of your arms you want to be sore tomorrow. And I was like, yeah. I guess just put it in one arm. And then he said, yeah, that's what I would have recommended. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? You just said. That, I I see where he's coming from of like, I don't want to, like, Look, I think I it's because it. like, do you want one arm to hurt them like a lot, twice as much? Or do you want each arm to hurt half as much? Like, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm in that lucky category where I get like, I'll get like a little lightheaded for like an hour tomorrow. And yeah. that'll be the symptoms that I get. That'll be it. I need I need to do both of those. I'll I'll schedule an appointment really soon. I tried to get them when I got my monkeypox vo- vaccine, but they were not offering them at the yeah, time, which was right. kind of dumb. <clears throat> they, I was just like, um, just shoot me up, give me all of it. Yeah, it was really easy. Nobody was there because I feel like a lot of people don't. I feel like a lot of people aren't aware that there's like a new COVID booster, like for Omicron. Like they're it not hasn't been... really pushing it out as no. much as they did the other ones. So I walked into a basically empty CVS at Ooh. noon and I got my vaccine really quickly. I bought a, a, a water and I left. Nice. It all, it all took like five minutes. It's great. Everybody, if you're hearing this, go out and schedule your vaccine. That's right. That's right. Just like none near my CVS because I would like to be alone when I go. 
You can come to my CBS. <laughs> Try way out of the way. Yeah. Uh, None of you know where my CBS is. That's fine. Oh, it's the one at... No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't You don't even know my address off the top of your head. Shut yeah, up. I do. It's... You're already off to a really bad... None of that was correct. <laughs> Let's dive in, shall we? I think we're ready to get into this one, which is another... You guessed it, another big topic. Because every topic is is pretty important when it comes to community theater. It's going to be great when we get to the end of this and we're like, we got nothing, and then there will be a five-minute episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Just wait like a month, everyone. Yeah, we'll You'll think You'll start of getting something. short little episodes. Oh, no. Us. We will never you do won't. short episodes. Yeah. Um, all right, so today... We're we're going in. We're clearly we're going in some kind of order, except it's out of order. I'm just realizing this probably should have been an earlier episode, and I've given up. We're going in an order <laughs> that is out of order, but it's in order, and you can't know the order, but it's in order. It's it was in the order that I thought of it, but I realize now that this should have probably been our our first dive in episode. We gotta, it, we're talking, we gotta order these. We gotta order. That's them. an order. That isn't. Yeah, this is in an order. We are talking about show selection, people. Um, we are talking about how to make you are you're planning your season. You are deciding what is the show that we are going to do next. What is the best way of going about this? What are the what are the um, options that people are choosing that aren't right that are really smart? Um, and we're going to dive right in. I have a question for you, Trey. To start us off, you are planning th- this coming season, whatever the next season is, of theater. You're st- brand new theater. It's all yours. You've done it. You started your theater. It's your first season. What are your three shows? Oh, follow-up question. Mm-hmm. You're planning a theater. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, follow-up question. Uh-huh. Where is the theater? Here. It's in this what is area. Here? It's it is in your neighborhood. It is it is in it, it's in it's in this city. It's in okay. See how nice I was to not say where you live. Eh. You know, like you were not gonna do. I don't know where you live, Kansas. Uh, oh gosh, that's such a good question. It's good, but it's difficult. First season. First season. First season. You got to make a big splash. First season. Mm-hmm. Uh Annie, which is a show that I hate. I was going to say, don't you hate that show? Mm-hmm. It is. I think it is the worst show ever written, and it's been ruining young girls' voices for the last fifty years. I can, I can, I can see that. Um, I don't know that it's the worst show ever written, but I can see how it's hurting young girls' voices. Uh, okay, so Annie mm-hmm. in this area. Um, I don't know. Jesus Christ! What a open-ended well. Let's question. do this together. I, I'm realizing that is quite a hard, hard question. So maybe you know what the two of us own a theater. I'm I'm changing the the prompt now. The two of us own a theater, and let's let's Can talk it be this me out. Maybe me and someone else. <laughs> Audience, do you do you literally see me becoming a squirrel Joker before your eyes? Do you like feel it? And it's the world is doing this to me, and I have the patience of a goddamn saint at this point. All right, fine, fine. Um, In this hypothetical world where you and I own a theater together, yeah, uh huh. Annie, 
I you can have that one. You can have Annie. Um Do we justify it really quickly? It's really easy. Yeah. It's because the, it's a kid it, show with a billion kids. Uh, that's why I don't want it. You know what? Sells You're tickets. right. It does it sells tickets like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. You know what? If we're going in that direction though, if we're going in that direction, um Greece. Everyone loves Greece. It sucks. It doesn't matter. Listen, you're going to give me that face after choosing Annie and saying that you hate it. Greece is like, you know, I will say the like the the like Broadway numbers are better than what you see in the movies. I do like the I do like what they do with like vocal instrumentation. Um, I think it is just a little bit better. The story sucks. Whatever. We all know that. But everyone knows it. Everyone wants to see it. And it's got a lot of cast members in it. Are you going to cast teens? It'll probably be a mix. Can If you're an adult and you look like a teen, go for it. Which okay, means... Go on. Third show. No, I'm not going to throw on this. It'll be a whole fine. episode of me shitting on Greece. Okay. We can... That'll be... You know what? That'll be an extra <laughs> special bonus episode. Oh, good. We'll do it. Just for you. Because I'm a half, hero. Half an hour of me shitting on Greece. Yeah, I'll join you on that one. <laughs> I did it. I did it twice. Uh, yeah, I've I've been in Greece twice. And this is your villain origin story. <laughs> it was when and I was like in high school, so it was fine. I didn't have enough experience in Fair life enough. to be a villain at that point. You've got to be kidding me. Um, if I did two now, I think that would do it for me. I think the third one. I know that the rights aren't up. But if we're talking about, like, we've now done a kid's show with a lot of roles. We've talked about, like, a teen-esque show with a lot of roles. My third one would be Come From Away. Adult show, lots of roles. And I, like, it's, I just love Come From Away. I do think Come From Away is going to be good for I community theaters. I think it's going to be theater. so good for community theater when, it com- when it comes out. And you know what? By the time that we get enough money to own a, a theater, we could mm-hmm. do it. I think that there's a couple shows that are coming. They're like on the way mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, that are going to be so good for community theater. I th- yeah, I guess it just come from away, just close. Waitress is going to be perfect it's gonna for be community lovely. theater. I do love that a lot. It's perfect for it a community theater space. It's, yeah. Uh, it and really weirdly, uh, although this one probably won't be out for a while, but Hades Town. It's gonna be so good for a community theater space. I'm very, I'm, I'm very skeptical about particularly that, like if you own like a black box. I think uh, a lot of really cool things can be done. Mm-hmm. Do I trust a lot of community theaters to do it justice? No, but I also think that that's what we're gonna dive into today. Well, yeah, okay. So when you're choosing a show, mm-hmm. uh. And I think this is why, why that question was so hard to answer. Uh, you have to put a lot of thought into it. There's a lot of thought that goes into it. And there's a lot of variables that you should be looking at. Yes. There's a lot of things that I feel like people do not think about when they're selecting repertoire for their company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you posited like, okay, three shows which I feel like is kind of like weirdly standard. A lot of theaters do three shows. Yeah. But there are also theaters in this area that do six, seven, eight, nine shows a That's year. So many. And it's like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, you need to have a cohesive season. You need to have a season that works. You need to have shows that work. Yeah. Um, so let's start about, start talking about, um, we have a bulleted list. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
shows that are appropriate yeah. for your community uh, and shows that are engaging to your community. Yes. And if there's, I think I've been, I feel like I've tried to work this in very seamlessly, but I'm just going to say it very bluntly and clearly for our audience. My goal with this podcast is to remind everyone that the decisions you should make when you are running anything or you are in charge of anything to do with community theater is that you need to think of your community first. And that that is something that I feel like gets away from a lot of community theater owners and creative directors and and directors of a show is that you really need like community. It always has to go back to the community. For sure. Um, So with this. What it like you define? We've already defined our community, but you have to think: who are the people around me? Who are the people that that come to the show? Who are the people that are in the show? And who do I like? Is that a that is that representative of the community? But let's say that you know that. If you don't know who your people are, you know this is. It reminds me of. I mean, my high school director. You know, he would say, what shows do you want to do? And of course we said, like, whatever show we thought would be the most fun. I didn't like, I mean, I if I was in high school right now, I'm sure I would have said, like, we should do Town, we should do Hamilton, because I didn't know any better. And, like, I think he did a really good job of saying, we don't have the people for that. We don't, like, we don't That's have the great. people to make that appropriate. If I had if, a nickel for every time I saw a high school do the whiz oh with, God. like, an all-white cast. Very inappropriate. You know, actually, you know, it's funny. My high school director was in an all-white version of the whiz, and I brought it up as, like, a reason that we should do, I think it was hairspray or something, and he was like, I'm going to tell you something right now. All-white whiz was bad. <laughs> so, like, we're not doing that. It was, he didn't, like, know how to tell me that that was inappropriate, so he just said, it was bad. Um, and then I stopped asking, which I thought was great. Beautiful. But yeah, know your community, know who the people are and have a, like, if you're, if you're thinking through shows that are available and that you want to do and that you can get the rights to keep that in mind, like always have that in the back of your mind of who are the people, what does, what do the people in my community want to see? What is my demographic? And can we do this without making everybody really uncomfortable? I'll go ahead and get on my soapbox. Yes, I didn't think it was going to happen this this early in this <laughs> episode, but I guess it is. When we're talking about shows that engage a community, we're speaking, or at least I think mostly for right now, you're speaking about like patrons, right? Like yeah. people who are coming to see shows, mm-hmm. right? So I find that I'm like such a champion of like experimental theater, like mm-hmm. go for it. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think to a certain point it's cool. At least I've seen like some really, you know, people coming out of like their first or second year of like theater college mm-hmm. with like their brilliant idea. And yep. it's like, your idea is bad. It's just boring and bad. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. It's just valid. fine. You got to have the bad valid. ideas yeah. to have the good ideas, yeah. right? Some, yes, that's exactly right. Um, but, you know, I this is my soapbox about community theater and it is getting really bad right now. It's like I'm having like an existential crisis when I look at people's seasons right now mm-hmm. because Stephen Sondheim just died. Yep. So everyone's putting mm-hmm. on Sondheim shows. Yep. They sure are. And I love a Sondheim show. Yeah, absolutely. And you love a Sondheim show. I love some of them, not all of them. Uh, right. You know, but they're good shows. Yeah. I think uh, they're good. 
People don't go see Sondheim shows. Theater people go see Sondheim shows, and that's it. I would say non-theater people go see like the big Sondheim yeah. shows, but not not the vast majority but of those his repertoire. two shows yeah. are on a loop. Yeah, um, oversaturated. You know, I and it's kind of weird to me because I would actually love to see more people put on like company. Yeah. I think Company, Company is, is a, a great show. You are right. That is a great show and it's, for community it's theaters. It's very hard, Yeah, it's which is another thing about Sondheim shows that people underestimate them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Company is very difficult, but it's not a huge cast. Um, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, entertaining. it's iconic. It's entertaining. Yeah. It changed the way musical theater is like written. Uh, but it's never put on. Yeah. I've seen a billion productions of Into the Woods put up. Yeah. Too, like too many. literally a th- probably hundreds of productions of Into Easily. the Woods since I moved here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's great. But like, you know, yeah, some people might go see Into the Woods. Not as many people that are going to go see like a Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella. If we're talking about like classic theater. Like, I think more people would go see Cinderella yeah. than would go see Into the Woods. Agreed. And then if you want to, if you are a theater that's putting on some, you know, one of the like, quote unquote, more obscure Sondheim shows, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not, not going to sell gonna, tickets. No. You're not going to sell tickets to Assassins. I'm sorry. It's a great show. I do like it. It's Assassin, a really yeah. cool show. I'd watch it several times. I love to see people's interpretations of it. It's a really cool story. It's a really cool concept. People don't want to go see it. People don't want to go see it. And that's hard because yeah. you should be able to put on those shows and not be kind of pigeonholed into doing Grease or Annie just because you're like, obviously, you need to make money. You need to sell tickets. Right. And I think how do you strike that balance? I think right. that's the hard part that a lot of theaters have to think about is I would love to do this. Sh- like, these are great shows that are not as well known. So how do you like it's, I've seen it's difficult. I've talked to people about this where they're like, well, we put on our like big sellers and then we do like one show that like we know probably won't sell as well. Mm-hmm. But like we want to do it. Yeah. Um, which is a fine way of doing it. I mean, I like that. The ultimate method. answer to this is would be like, OK, like. The theaters get grants so they can put on more experimental theater, but like. That's not going to happen. Nobody's going to just give every theater in the country a bunch of money. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's different ways to go about it. But I think that is one of the things that, like, where I see someone not understanding the community is when I see someone go, well, I, as the owner of a theater, really like Stephen Sondheim's The Frogs. So that means people are going to love this. And they pour their heart and soul into it. I've seen great productions. That nobody goes to see. Yeah. Because it's not a show that anybody wants to see. I just had an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, like, this is, it's creative. I don't know if, if, if somebody's done something like this, let us know. Um, but doing a, like, putting on a cabaret, which a fair amount of, like, you can get a lot of people in that way. Um, of like, and try to get non-theater people, try to get as many non-theater people as possible in there. And then do a do a cabaret of like songs from shows that you could potentially do and have the audience vote on them 
That way they don't know the show. Oh, that'd be it. And they can be, so then they're like, oh my God, that song from that show that I don't know was so good. I want to vote for that. And then they're like, okay, I voted for that. Now I want to come see it. Like, oh, I didn't realize it was so good. Engaging the community. That would be a cool Like educating people. Because right now I see a lot of places like picking seasons by either like it's one person picking a season mm-hmm. or and I don't honestly know which one of these I like least or it's like a like a like a committee like a board committee that's like picking the shows and it's like well what is what is a the criteria and b your credentials for picking a season right as like a volunteer board member like you are not an artistic director you do not know about you know what's going to sell you have no metrics on what's going to sell because we don't we talked about that there's no data there's no data on like what has sold why it has sold i've never in my life i've been doing theater for a quarter of a century ancient at this point Mm -hmm. i've never seen anyone like post a fucking usher at the door as people are walking out and just go, hey, did you like the show? Right. What did you like about it? Would you come back? Why would you come back? I hate, first of all, if somebody did that, I'd hate it. And so th- I would hate it too, yeah. but it would be really good. There's there's better ways of collecting I'm data. I'm sure that there are. <laughs> there's, you don't want to price is right it? No, I would I would rather just Three send, answers on the board. What send, Sondheim show would you like to see next season? Send an email. Just do an email. Um. Either way, I've never yeah. seen that either. I haven't seen that either. I see that for like tick- for like professional shows, Ticketmaster type sure. shit. But no, I don't see that for community theater. And I, you know what I did before we, when I was putting together the outline for this, well before we even um, recorded our intro, I looked up anything, any data that I could find, any source, any um, company, anything that was collecting data on community theater, nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it was really heartbreaking as a data analyst who loves theater. I would love, I would just, I would be like a pig in shit over It'd be community amazing. theater yeah. data. I would, I would analyze the shit out of it. I would every, every which way. So it was really heartbreaking. Um, so, you know, I, but of course, like a lot of community theaters in and of themselves don't really do anything with it. They right. don't like, they have data. It exists, whether they know it or not. Sure. And, like, what I would give to go into these theaters and just be like, I'm going to ask you for these things. I know that they exist and you probably don't have them stored anywhere. But, like, can you just start saving them and sending them to me for God's sake? Because, like, I, I would love to just do a project on, like, here's here are some insights that you can glean on how you can make your your theater a little bit better. I think you would learn I'm, so much. Oh my god! And I, we're going. We're getting a little bit off topic. I'm and that's sorry okay. about that. You know, this is kind of a big topic. So it is. You know, forgive us for the. And this, I'm saying this early live, <laughs> right here for you. Forgive us for the maybe long episode that kind of meanders all over the place. I think we're still going to be in time. I, I you know what? We are magic like yeah. that. Uh, Which means we're going to go to our now so, second so, so bullet point on, second of fifteen. <laughs> uh, so we we're, we we talk about shows that are appropriate and engaging for your community. Mm-hmm. Then we have to obviously flip, uh, pull back the curtain, so to speak, Aha. and uh, villain origin story. Look, people. <laughs> look at 
Um, <laughs> I can see it now. Adam, what's your villain origin story? Mm, puns. Uh, <laughs> That's about right. All right, go second. But second it's like you, 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 you know, look at the other side of this. Shows that are appropriate for the actors that you have yep. in the area at your company, whatever you mm-hmm. want to, you want to call it. You know, most theaters have a group of people who come in for most shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we'll just we'll just jump right in on this one. Yep. If all you have is white people auditioning for your shows. Mm-hmm. And if you've if you've done the work and and you know that's just it. Maybe you live in in Middle America yeah, and all you have are white people around. If that's your community, that's your community. Maybe don't do Once in on the Island. Yep. Maybe don't do Rent. Maybe yeah. don't do Hairspray. Mm-hmm. There we go. Maybe don't do Ragtime. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't do Parade. Maybe don't it's do pronounced Parade. It's Jason yeah, Robert maybe Brown, don't do those. Could you weigh in on <laughs> It's pronounced parade and I will not hear anything else. But yes, you're absolutely right. Don't pick a show that you don't have the people for or that you haven't put in the work mm-hmm. to try to make the people that you're looking for feel like they can audition. West Side Story. What the, yes, West Side Story. You in told the that story. Yep. You're just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going through the whole episode whenever I think of one. That's fine. I like that idea, actually. Go for (laughs) it. But, like, if I have seen theaters who, like, I've seen I have seen a lot of their shows and they are all very white shows. And any time that you do see a person of color ensemble. And so there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of uh, like opportunities for people to feel like they are the star. And then. All of a sudden, they say, like, I want to do um, Dreamgirls. I want to do Hairspray. Dreamgirls was one you missed. I, I want to do... I was getting there. I'm sure you were. Um, I want to do Ones on this Island. And they're like, okay, all, all of these people of color that I have been kind of ignoring this entire time, now's your chance. All of you come to me. And then, obviously, that can go really badly. And they're like, I, I don't know. I'd rather work for this theater that like I have been working for, and I get regular roles. You know, I think that... I think that there are theaters in our area that really do like cultivate relationships with the communities around them. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah. And I think that they then put on these shows that, you know, are not Memphis. Memphis is another one Mm -hmm. are not done very often. And, you know, listen, when somebody puts on, you know, once on this island, mm-hmm. cast it appropriately, it's going to sell. Yeah. It's going to sell like hotcakes. This is great. Or, and Once on this Island. Both of them it, are like, wonderful. Any, like any of these shows, like they're going to sell because people don't see them all the time. That's true. There's and only so many versions of Beauty and the Beast that you can sit through. One. <laughs> I can actually only sit through one. That's right. I've heard that about you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, so it's this kind of catch that if you can cultivate your community to get the casts for these shows and cast it appropriately, not only are they really great stories. All I mean, you know, Once on This Island is my favorite show. Memphis is one of mm-hmm. my favorite shows. Um, but it's like you know. 
Yeah, I, I see this debate all the time. I see people casting uh, Mimi as a white girl in Rent. I won't see your show if you do that. Right. Period. Right. Because it's just, it's it's not hard. Collins is a white guy. Why? No, thank you. And I've heard I've heard it argued that like, well, you know, it never explicitly states in the script that Collins is, and it's like, no, but he he is an African American character. That's how it's always been portrayed. Yeah, and I think like you could the, dig into the text and probably find examples. Sure. I can't think of any. I off think the top well, of my head. it's also I mean the one of the important things about like if they're historically a person of color. It's it just remind like it reminds me if we of the opposite mm-hmm. of what what happens when you cast oh historically God, yeah. white characters as not white and everyone lose their Ariel. Fucking minds. I mean, look at Ariel. But so so to say that it's acceptable and like well, it's no big deal. Like you can cast a a character that has kind of been you know always played this way, and um. Whether we real maybe you know I think if we looked into it we can probably find more evidence but like probably was thought of us the writer of this race right. to be like no it's fine we'll just we can give it to a white actor it's just kind of shitty it's it's yeah it's 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 definitely interesting and it's mm-hmm. you know people like to make it seem like it's like this big conversation and yeah. There's some gray. I think it should absolutely there's some, be a conversation. There, there's some gray area in it, like every once in a while, but a lot of it really is not. A lot of it is really pretty ones and zeros here. Yeah, it's like cast the show correctly or pick a different show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's the the and it, here's the thing. Let's say you. What, I mean, you've been in this situation before. You. You've already picked your show. You've paid for the rights. You're having a hard time getting the cast. What do you do? You find the cast. You find them. You find them. Mm-hmm. Pay pe- like pay people if you need to. Mm-hmm. Also, you usually don't need to. Usually, usually don't people need. are like, out usually, there yeah. and and like they want to do it, but there's some limitations getting yeah. in the way. So figure it out. Remove those limitations. Um, when I music directed Rent, we went out of our way because we were like, we cannot cast. A, a a a white guy is Collins, so yeah. we went, and we did we did that show with uh, sixteen to twenty two year olds, right? Yeah. So we went out and found uh, this seventeen year old guy, seventeen year old black guy, who was like, "Oh my gosh, I really wanted to audition, but like I just couldn't make it to auditions." And we were like, "Great, do you <laughs> want to do you want to be Collins?" And he was amazing. Oh, of course. yeah, he was. I saw it. Incredible. Yeah, he that was, was a really good show. Probably the one of the best parts of the show. Yeah. That show was very good. So there were a lot of good parts, but uh, you know, he was incredible. Um, So, you know, the people are out there. Yeah. But also again, if the people aren't out there, if you like know that the people are not out there, if you're not going to get people of color in your show, don't do a different show. Do it. There are so many shows you can do. Especially if you're an all white community. You were, there are so many popular shows that you could do. Yeah. Absolutely. That would sell. And in that same, like, yes, you're absolutely right. And there there are some bullet points on here that I kind of just want to check off really quickly so that we don't take too much time that, like, kind of we address this. If you're doing a, a heavy dance show and you don't have a lot of dancers, maybe you don't do a heavy dance show. 
it, like if you're trying to do chorus line, if you're trying to do 42nd Street and you're like, well, we don't really have a lot of strong dancers. Are you really going to half ass a dance show and like water down the choreography? I mean, you could really get as in the weeds with this as we wanted to. You know, if you have no men who can tap dance, don't do drowsy chaperone. Yeah. You need two there, guys that have, can tap yeah. dance. In general, as we're talking about this, think about what you need. Think about what you need and think about what you have. Yeah. Or, and if you're like, I'm not sure, start asking around. Start like poaching people. Do the work. Yeah. You, it means, but that's the thing. You're going to have to do more work. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do that work? And sometimes the answer is they're not willing to do that work. So right. they just like bastardize it. Yeah. So if you want to do the show, if you're really into it, then do the work to get the people. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So check off dance show. I think I will really quickly uh, in in the same vein of choose shows that engage in our four-year community. I, I believe that every company should have a mission about how they are going to engage sure. their community and make sure that your company, your show matches your company mission. So um, if you're, if you have a mission that's a little bit more specific where you're like, uh, we are only going to put on shows that highlight queer characters. Don't, don't put on shows that don't do it. Don't argue with your own mission. And if you don't have a mission for your company, you really should have a mission. You should have a goal. You should have a way of measuring whether you are performing your goal. And you should, that's how you're like, that's your North Star. And that's a, a quick thing on that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if every like community theater needs like a specific like mission like don't that. Have to but be you should have, need a mission. You should have, you know, I think it's fine to just say we are trying to bring art to this community. Yeah, but what, define you have to define the community, right? For sure. And if I think you want that, it to be the greater Boston area, then like at the greater Boston area, and be able to measure against that. If you want it to just be for your neighborhood, sure. Define it and be able to measure against it. Sure, I've yeah. I would say that I've I've seen companies like try to create a specific mission for something and then box themselves in and not have anything to do or not be able to fulfill that mission. And then it's like, well, now you look like you're not trying. Yeah. So I think create a mission, be very careful when you do. Be smart about it. Yeah. Or, or me, like if you get into that really specific mission, because I, I do like, I do like theaters with a specific mission. You just need to find, it means you have to be more creative and that's fine. Like, again, you have to do more work and I support, that's why I support those. Sure. Um, companies because it means they they worked harder and and they they to show that they care if they do it correctly if yeah it's a big if yeah and if they don't then they don't get my support that's the whole point of community theater um Uh, let's let's move on to yeah we can move to that one uh, this is a big thing i know i don't know that we agree on this um oh well you go ahead first (laughs) because i'm i'm usually first okay um, when it comes to shows that have insensitive or inappropriate material, because, you know, some of these shows were written in the 50s, the 40s, the 60s, where language was different. Um, the 2010s. So, well, sometimes the 2000s. I mean, even, listen, 
it doesn't matter the time. Some some writers, it could be a sign of the times. It could be a sign of the writers and, the, and where they were at that time. Um, and it's they have harmful, um, insensitive words or messages. And that's something that you you have to kind of deal with when you choose the show and figure out how you want to deal with it. There are a few ways that I think are good to deal with it. One is to acknowledge it. And like and under like if you if you're not choosing to change it, which changing it can be a whole thing, I understand. Um, but if you're choosing not to change it and you're gonna leave that insensitive material in, find a way of acknowledging it and saying, We understand that this is the way it is and we are not going to pretend that it didn't exist and we like we and you can have a quick conversation with your audience about it. It's not really a conversation. You're kind of just telling them. But you're acknowledging it, letting them know, and saying, like, giving that trigger warning about it. Um, or you change it, which, like, uh, I'm going to get run out of town, but I've done it. And I stand by my choice for, of changing it. Go ahead, Trey. I'm going to say right. You already know it. You, you were leading me so hard into this. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. You can't change copywritten material without a note from the author. So I do agree with your first point. I think that I think there are differences. I think it's kind of a big topic. So if you're talking about like older shows, if you're talking about like what would be referred to as like golden age shows, mm -hmm. the one that always comes to mind for me is Peter Pan. Companies yep. choose to do Peter Pan because it seems like such a family-friendly show. Right. Which it, I mean, technically it is. Like, it is a, a family-friendly, you know. It's not the Disney movie. That's where people really, yeah. I feel like they fuck it up a lot. Mm -hmm. It's not the Disney movie. Peter Pan the musical is, um, but there there is a song in Peter Pan Um that the like really insensitive caricatures of Native Americans mm -hmm. sing called Uggawug. Yeah. And this is a conversation that I've seen come up time and time again um, <clears throat> on like social media, like Facebook groups I'm a part of, stuff like that, is someone will be like, I'm doing Peter Pan. How do I deal with this? That was really cute what just happened. <laughs> yeah. How do I deal with this song? And the responses are always the same because it's like anything else on the internet. Half of the people are like, fuck you. And the other half of the people are like, no, fuck you. Mm -hmm. uh, and we don't talk about anything in the middle. Now, if you want to reach out to a rights company for something like that, let's use this as a specific example. Let's mm -hmm. say you're putting on Peter Pan. Yeah. And you, Adam, were like, oh, fuck me. I forgot about that song. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely reach out to the rights company and say, can you reach out to the writer or the estate of the writer and ask if we can remove or change this song? There is a process to it. Mm -hmm. From what I understand, some people, I mean, at this point, pretty much anything that's going to be like that realm has probably been asked already. Yeah. So it'll probably be a, quick response because yeah. they've probably made up their mind already. Yes, they've already unless made a decision. You're, they have a pre-recorded message. Yeah, unless you're proposing some change that they've never thought about before, right. maybe you'll get a different mm -hmm. opinion. Um, but, you know, I 
like I think, and I could be wrong, but I think that the people who like hold the estate of the person who wrote the the Peter Pan, I think it was the musical was written by J.M. Barry. I think maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I think the estate we or whatever has for that. has said, don't don't change this. Do a different show. Okay. So I think I think this goes in the same vein as um as like, do you have the people? If you're uncomfortable with putting that on stage, and if you're uncomfortable with acknowledging it and talking about it, and like facing it head on, mm-hmm. if your thing is I'm going to put on Peter Pan next season and I'm going to change it from minute one. Do a different show. Do a different show. Right. Well, they're not going to let you. So the my take on this is that if you, you, you have to like you have to go in like knowing the material. You have to go in saying, I think your first idea is great. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that you need to go in with an idea and a strategy of how to address it to the audience you have to go you it i've heard a lot of people say director's notes in the beginning of playbills but that no really that. i don't i don't think enough do people enough. read that no. um there have absolutely been it. times where i've seen a director's note in a community theater playbill and went oh fuck i forgot director's notes were a thing <laughs> i do feel like if you're just erasing it and not talking about it, then we're just pretending that it never happened. And if we keep pretending that things aren't happening, then we are just doomed to eventually repeat those things. We need this. We need songs like that. We need material like that to be in people's faces so we can say, this is not okay anymore. Here are the reasons it's not okay anymore. This is how it was written in 1946 when people were fucking stupid, right? We weren't talking about these things. I think the erasure of art to make people comfortable is like not really a path we want to go down. I th- Here's where I will disagree with you. I if If you're putting on Peter Pan for the sake of... Of that, like, if that's your goal, I don't know that Peter Pan is. I would like to be very clear <laughs> that I don't think you should put on Peter Pan just to do the song Ugga yeah. and make people uncomfortable. I think that's the thing with, like, if you're looking at a piece of art, it is one thing and it is one moment and mm-hmm. it's one experience when it comes to musical theater or theater in general. It's, it's a long, there are many moments, mm-hmm. there's hours worth of moments. And a, th- a three minute song in that hour and a half show, you're like that. That do- that is not what makes the full art. And like, so, I mean, I'm come after me, whatever licensing company. I changed one word in a show, and I I stand by it. Um, now, see, I feel a little bit differently about this because I I know what you're talking. Well, we can. Yeah, the show that you're talking about, mm-hmm. I was around for, yep. right? Playing the you're wind right. chimes. Yeah. Um, I should have been conducting you. And, <laughs> I know. And uh, see, that show was written in like 2009. Yeah. 
So that's different. That is like... How? Because we had the knowledge at that point that like this was not an okay thing to I say. I think that was the case in 2009. In the, ca- the case that you are pushing for here is that they wrote it and because the show is set in the 80s, they used a word that would have been used in the 80s to make it feel period appropriate. I don't think that was the case in this. I, I genuinely think that that was... The, the word that was used was uh, a T-slur for a trans person, um, an, an earlier word that started with T. And I just, I thought it brought nothing to the show. It was one word in one moment. And I thought that it didn't, it didn't ruin anything. And so I changed it to something that was a little bit funnier and not offensive. And I, I, gen- I genuinely you. think that the writers were not thinking probably, about, they probably about the pain. Now, what you did was technically illegal. Sure. But I, I do agree with you. Prove it. I do agree with you. I mean, look at Thoroughly Modern Millie. That's yeah. a show that was written in the 2000s. I will never forget when we saw that show. Oh, my God. The first time they said the words white slavery, Adam gripped my shoulder, <laughs> and I don't think he let go until the end of the show. Because I kept saying it over and over again, and I thought it was the dirtiest fucking thing. White slavery. And I just like, I that I this is my thing. I get that it's a, illegal. I do think that it should be easier for community theaters to take artistic liberties with shows, because like community theater is the perfect place to experiment and play around with artistry and have that ability. Like at a professional level, a lot of money and a lot of of resources are being put into it. So if it's bad, if it bombs, a lot of people lose jobs. A lot of people are affected by it. Right. When it comes to community theater, I think you should be around to fuck around a little, allowed to fuck around a little. I think that's a that's a really slippery slope of people people just changing shows to be whatever they want. Uh, I'm kind of I uh, you know I I know that ar- it's bad. You know what. All, I, I hear this a lot, and I'll, I'll, re-say, I'll say it again. All art is valid, but it doesn't make it good. And that's sure. okay. I think then create bad art. Like, change it and make it bad, and people don't like it, and, and then you learn from it. I, I, I just think that a lot of community theaters are pigeonholed into, like, it sucks that people won't be able to do Peter Pan without offending people. Well. I think I wish that they could. And that's where, like, you should have the artistic liberty to do that. I guess. But, you know, it, it, you also look at, like, I had this argument with about uh, the show Hair recently. Like, mm-hmm. within the last eight months, I've had this conversation with a couple people. Because I did Hair. I did, I think, quite a good production of Hair. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I was and, a problem during it, apparently. But yep. uh, I was fine, audience. I was a good audience member. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I liked I, I liked your show. I, I and I've had this conversation with a couple people who have done hair because there are some things that people edit in and out of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them being that in the second act during the like acid trip portion, yeah, the entire ensemble sings a portion, sings a verse, um. 
like in the style of a gospel choir, mm -hmm. essentially, that um, that it includes the N word. Mm -hmm. And if you dig into the text and like why it's why it was written in there in the '60s, right? It's alluding to this idea that during the Vietnam War, uh, more African American people were drafted, yeah, than white people. Mm -hmm. That's what it. That's what. That's why it's in there. Yeah. So just so we understand why it's in there, right? Yeah. It's not just in there as like a like a flippant thing. Mm -hmm. um, it has meaning. It has meaning. Yeah. Which I think is I think is one of the big things. If the word is in there and it has meaning, yeah. Then that is a different conversation altogether. However, I was I was saying that nobody should be doing hair with the nudity at the end of Act One. Like, do it if you want to, but it's really, really just distracting at this point. But you shouldn't edit out the N word in in three five zero zero. I do because agree it has a point. It, it has and, a very strong point and to more make. to that point. Here's here's where we get into like making like quote unquote changes and shows within the community theater sphere in the sixties when hair was written, right? The nudity was this big nationwide thing. Like, mm -hmm. And, and the point of it, it almost has no point in the story evidenced by the fact that you can just not do it. And it's not like, yeah, it doesn't like throw you. I think it was, it was a vulnerability the, thing at that well, the time. The point of it was to confront the audience. I mean, now we have the internet, right? Yeah. Back then it was, much more rare to just see a bunch of naked people. Yeah. So it was confronting the audience with a feeling of uncomfortability. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to make you uncomfortable and make you live in this moment with me, and we're both going to find comfort in this moment. Mm -hmm. We're both going to face, why are you uncomfortable with yeah. this? And I think in 2022, that moment in 3500 does that yeah. for the audience. Yeah. I more than that. nudity on stage would. Um, so I think, you know, I think it is subjective to what the material is. Yeah. I still think there's a conversation that should be had with there's the actors about it. There's a huge conversation. Like, I just don't want people to be like, well, like, I got a free pass. I can say it whenever I want now. No, it's like It's like when we did um, American Idiot. Yeah. You know? Uh, that conversation could have gone better in my opinion, but well, that it, was, it was a two-minute <clears throat> conversation. That should have been a long yeah, conversation. There, there's also a... There's there's also a like a kind of like third revolving point out here for me where it's like when one actor is kind of like, well, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this. I'm uncomfortable with it. It's like, did you not research what the show is? Did you not listen I mean, to it? Did you not read it? Did you not? Not, not everybody who's volunteering for community theater is going to really research. And I understand that. Yeah. But like to know that like. That's These why things I think it are in a, the show. Yeah, I think it should be a conversation. Absolutely, it should be a conversation. Yeah. Just like it should be a conversation with audiences. Like, sure, you know what I mean. Like, I, don't, this, I don't know about a conversation ma with audiences. Well, not a conversation, a but we can to. we can tell a talking to. We can talk yeah. at audiences. Mm -hmm. But I think you know this material is in this show, and maybe it sometimes comes down. I mean, actually, American Idiot is a prime example where uh, the F slur is used twice in the show mm -hmm. and has like very clear meaning behind it yes that one does but the r slur is used 
flippantly. Because it was yeah. written by a punk band from the Bay Area. Yeah. I don't think that that had a It has no very, purpose. It has no purpose. It has no purpose. But it, I remember so it's saying important. that during our conversation yeah. and no one acknowledged it. Right. Well, and it's important to say, like, these words exist in this piece, mm-hmm. especially to audiences who might be walking in off the street. Could be. You know, to to an actor, I can I can I can kind of be like, you should have you should have done your research on the show you were auditioning for. Bit, yeah, but I you know for audiences it, to be like, hey, look, these words are in here. Some of them are used with a meaning. You know, maybe here is like why this is in there. Some of them are not used for meaning. Here is why those are in here. Yeah, I think it can be such an easy thing for everyone that it's crazy that people don't do it. Yeah. That's like, that's where yeah. I'll agree with you. It's crazy that you see productions put on where it's like just things are happening on stage and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. When is it gonna end? And there's no there should be a conversation, at least with your actors. Yeah. At the very least well, for with sure. your actors. Let's I wanna one last point, They're and gone. I think we can cool down because that was a big that's a big topic and uh, absolutely like I always say every episode, audience, we want to hear from you on this. Please email us, reach out to us on social media give you those later um because that's a big one and we want to hear what you're thinking i think the last topic that i want to talk about super very light is just what do you do when you want to put on a musical and you don't have the physical space for it oh do a play do a play i think you can get well (laughs) you'll have again you have to get creative there's also you can do concert versions this tiny tiny little subject First of all, it's it's not that. First of all, it's not as heavy. It's definitely not as heavy. First of all, if you three minutes on this, we can do it. If you don't have the space to put on a musical, don't put on a musical. If you think you do have the space to put on a musical, please reconsider what musical you're going to put on in your space, because I have seen. Some really terrible. Here's a little fun fact that ties it into the last conversation. Mm-hmm. For most shows, and most people don't ignore this, okay? The fact of the matter is, rights companies are probably not going to come see your show. Yeah. For a lot of shows, it is in the licensing agreement that you cannot change the orchestration. Oh. Meaning I you have to hire every single piece that's written for the score. And I tend to think that that would be awesome. You should think about the score and you should talk to your music directors while you're picking a show. Yeah. Because that is a big part of it. There are excellent shows with small orchestrations. You're in town immediately comes to mind, has a very rich, full orchestration, five people. Five people. However, what I don't want to see is West Side Story being put in, put on with a piano and a drum set. No, thank you. When it's like a 26-piece no. yeah. orchestra written by fucking, you know, one of the greatest composers of all time. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but we can just... It's some Joe Schmo music directing a show going, oh, I can reduce it. Yeah, I well, have the knowledge to do that. Or they, they think they can or they don't have a choice. They want to do it like... Well, that's the thing. Yeah, right? or don't do it. I get I get you, you want to put on a show and there are limitations. You want to do it justice, but you have limitations. I I think the the summary that I'm thinking of for this whole thing of like how do you solve a problem like show selection is if you're not 
if you don't have everything that you need for it, it means that you have to do a lot more work and get very creative. And if you're able to do it and you're able to put it off and you're able to put in that work, then you can come up with something really groundbreaking um, or maybe not groundbreaking, but at least like thought provoking and good. Or you don't do it if you're not right. willing to put in that work. Yeah, I think that, you know, I've, you know, I've seen beautiful shows in spaces where I think to myself, like, wow, this is never going to work. Usually the problem is that the space is too small. Yeah. But I've seen gorgeous shows in like tiny, tiny, hard. tiny black box theaters that are great. Yeah. That are absolutely wonderful. And... Because they're creative about it. They're right. thoughtful about the movement, the direction, right. how they you understand use how to use the space. Yeah. Whereas I've seen shows put on in absolutely massive theaters where it's like, well, slap a setup and that will call it a day. It's good enough. People like it. It's a spectacle. Yeah. It's like, no, you it's you, not thoughtful. You, you do have to put some thought into it. Um, you know, I envy places that can that have the space to put on any show. Yeah. that they want. Good for you. But you have to think about set size. You have to think about cast stage size. size, cast size, Stop trying to put size. 50 people on your stage when there aren't that many people. You're. It looks bad. We all see it. Yeah. I'd rather see a role triple cast and like make it obvious than sure. to see like 80 people on a stage. On the stage, like in weird I did a show clumps. with. I did a I show with. It. 75 people in it one time. That's far too many people. And like in a community theater, like not a high school. That's gross. Yeah. I honestly, I don't like that. High schools do it a lot. High schools will like well, expand ensembles and stuff and that's fine. High schools are like, they might have a like, we don't say no to anybody so we just have right. a really large ensemble and I get it. Like, it's high school. I get it. I don't agree with it. I get it. Yeah. But, you know, when you're talking about a community theater, like you really have to be, I think you also have to be honest with yourself about the aesthetics of your space, mm -hmm. right? So, Carolina change. What? Just another show that. Oh yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. The color purple. There we go. Okay. We're back into um, it. So, you know, if, I'm so sorry. I came out. Of, I'm sorry. I just thought of it, and it came, I had to say it. That was the goal of the show, and we the, did it. Um, you know, Jesus Christ, I completely lost my train of thought it's with fine. Carolina change. You, you need to be... Be thoughtful specific, of your space. Be, be thoughtful of your space. Be honest with your space. Yeah. If be you realistic. Don't have, if you don't have... Uh, if you're in a space and you don't have a set builder that can transform that space, then you need to use the space that you have. Yeah. And you again, know what it, I mean? It, you have to be creative. You have to have the right people. Yeah. Be thoughtful or oh, don't for do sure. it. For sure. I yeah. think that's... And, you know, also... There is nothing wrong with plays. I don't yeah. do a lot of plays anymore. But I also, at least in this area, how many plays do you see a year? Not that many. Right. There's not a lot of, of, of theaters that do plays. And I get it because musicals often... Good. Yeah. There's also about a like, billion plays. Yeah. I, the same three are done. Well, then musicals too. But, you know, sure. I... I would love to see more plays. Yeah. I would love to see more plays. People do musicals because they think that it brings in more audience. I don't it know. It does. It does most of the time. Well, I don't know. It depends uh, on the play. It absolutely I does. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. People, because I mean, think about it. I mean, I've said this before. If I'm gonna, I would love to see a Broadway play, but if I'm gonna make it all the way out there and do everything that we've talked about that it takes to get to Broadway and all that money, I want to see. I want to see, see a musical. I want to see the yeah. big thing. So I can Fair. understand that. But I do like. I mean, let's make it a goal for ourselves to see by the end of the year, see one play in the area. Maybe the end of like next year. Oh my God! I'm busy. Shut up. Um, okay. No, I but or, I think I think there's nothing wrong with play. That's what I'm no. saying. And people There's a lot right with plays. I feel like there's there is like a stigma at least in this area of people being like, well if we put it on a play, that means we're not able to do musicals. And it's like That's No, it both. just means you need to you're diversifying yeah. what you're doing. Diversify in this your space. audience. Yeah. There are also I mean there are people who will go see plays who won't go see musicals. I'm yeah. sure they exist. A thousand percent. There are people that don't like musicals. I don't like them, but they exist. Yeah, I don't know any because I don't. Oh, I, I know don't. them. We are on. We're we're not doing well, but um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I we we have gone all over this topic show selection. I think we've mm-hmm. summarized it for you. If you are a theater owner, you're a director, you're a creative director, and you haven't figured out what we're trying to tell you. I, I don't know what to tell you anymore. You haven't been listening. Yeah, I mean, that's... Be thoughtful. Be creative if you need to. Make smart decisions. It might mean that you're limited. And you can you can be limited. You can not do it. You can be thoughtful and creative. Mm-hmm. You need to make some decisions. Let let us know, though, At the how end you of the think day, of too, like, this is one of those things that is, like, there is no, like, black and white about it. There are a lot of different lot of layers, and there are a lot of different components to this that make it like i wish that we could end this podcast by being like and now we're going to tell you the number one secret of show selection well it doesn't exist it doesn't exist it's a conversation and we want to hear we are not the only two that are going to be a part of this conversation please talk to us let us know like i think what's what's however if you want adam and i to pick your shows for next season we will. For a nominal fee, we will pick For your For a nominal shows. fee, we will schedule your entire season. You better and... be ready to share your data with me. Yeah. Because I'll do it. Girl, please. Um, no, but please, like, we do want, I think something that we have to, we're always aware of is that train our two people with our experiences in our areas. And that's, the, there's no shared data. There is no shared uh, thoughts that happen amongst community theaters in America. For all we know, like, community theaters in another part of the country are listening to this and are like, the fuck are you guys doing over there? <laughs> well, I We want to hear about it. The theater that is in South Carolina would be a completely different conversation about picking shows than the theater that I'm doing, like, here in Boston. Yeah, and we want to hear it from is all a different, of you. It is a different... When yeah. you get into a different area of the country, you get into different... You know, it'd be really Problems. nice, like a really great thing that we can do on this podcast is if we hear from all of these different areas around the country and we can share them to everyone. And this can be the opportunity to share knowledge across the country yeah, about community theater. I want to get I want to hear everybody like we we are two people with our experiences and I think that we have really good ground to stand on. But let's hear everybody's and we'll be happy to regurgitate them if they're not god awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If they're not like garbage, that will we'll be based on Adam's opinion. That'll absolutely be based off of my opinion. If Adam thinks that you're, you put a comment up about this, and then if Adam 
doesn't think it's garbage, then we'll say it on yeah, the podcast. We'll and share if we it. never say it, then you'll know what Adam thought. Okay, I could have just like. <laughs> hopefully, we're at the point where I can't read them all. Um, how do you join this conversation? Um, Oof, yeah, the segue right. Is strong. Ugh. Ugh. That was a sexy segue, and you know it. That was good. How do you join our conversation? Um, you can email us at theatermandate at gmail.com. I re- so remember last week when I corrected what I said the week before about our socials. Uh-huh. I was wrong again. <laughs> all of our we're socials, never going to get any emails. I, or, I feel bad. Yeah. Well, if you're, I do have it if all you've correct. Hung around on our, for this, yeah. Well. If you've gotten this, first of all, if you're on our socials, you've already gotten it correct. If you're listening to this, I put in the description the right information, um, but I've just said it wrong on the podcast this whole time. Um, all of our socials are theater mandate. No dash, just one word, theater mandate, as well as our Gmail, theatermandate at gmail.com. It's there. I don't know where the dash came from. I don't know why I thought there was a dash. There's never been a dash. Not once. Not in any of I not in any of our socials, not in our email. Nothing has had a dash. And I just made it up. Before I'm speechless. <laughs> I also want to put it on the record that before we started recording, I was we were talking about different times in my life where I've just completely forgotten really important things. Um, so this really glides along with it. Um, but now we got it right, and going forward, I will say it right every single time. It is theatermandate at gmail.com. All of our socials are theater mandate. Please reach out to us via those socials and via email. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and of course, you know, the, uh, I've said it a lot, uh, be thoughtful, be creative and make good art. Yeah. Yeah. I think that works. All right. Well, until next time. Bye, Adam. Bye, Trey. <laughs>